Hey, we're live. It's Saturday night special. We got a fun show for you tonight. So what I want everybody to do is grab a lube because it's going to be rough. Warning. The following video contains material that some viewers may find harmful or could be traumatizing to some audiences and doesn't reflect the opinion of Renovision. Viewer discretion advised. Hello, Let's get hello, it. Let's get after it. It's time for Saturday night special. Just like I said, get the loops, it's gonna be rough. <laughs> so back for reference, if you guys go and check out Thresholds of Reality, we did an interview with a quite interesting guy who had some UFO experiences, paranormal experiences, and he's a stand-up trying to be a stand-up comedian. That was actually one of his lines, and I was telling Matt, ooh. I'm going to have to use that one because that's funny. So, how is everybody this week? Doing great. Great. Yeah. We had our great Thresholds doing episode. Good, we had uh, tons of stuff going on at Dodgeball this week. Yeah, man, it was a good time. You know who turned 80 this week? Your mom. Fucking Judge Judy. Judge Judy. Shout out to Judge Judy. Turned it 80. So hot. I guess we're not going to share the slide for it. Well, I was kind of <laughs> under, like, confused as why you're going into the news story without setting it up to, you know, run the, the little. It's not a news. It's not a news story. Then why is it in here? Why are you putting it in the slides? Because I was giving a shout out to Judge Judy. All right. All right. It's happening. It doesn't matter because. There, okay. So, Judge Judy turns 80 this week. Congratulations, yeah, Judge yeah. Judith Scheindlin. You know, she's taught me a lot about people. She's already a dumpster fire. Word salad. Uh, I'll, I'll help you out, Matt. They didn't put Kyle here because he's pretty. Yeah. So, I read something. I think I sent it to Matt. I put it in our group chat. It says, uh, when you look in the mirror... Your brain automatically pictures you five times prettier than you really are. And I was like, damn, I'm super fucked then. Yeah, I'm fucked. Not damn at it. all. You guys are all handsome. Hartman, on the other hand, reminds me of this week's WTF manga. <laughs> with that camera issue. Hey, witness protection. Witless, witless projection. Like a yeah. close up of like his nose. I am looking It's like wiping his, like wiping the grease off his face or something. Stay did, you pull, did you just pull a toupee off to reveal a bald spot? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> bald spot. I don't know if I'm sending him a fucking mic. Like Fryer Tuck? Like what the fuck is going on over here? Hard to say. Hi, Kyle. Right. I can totally hear you. Hey, I'm Harvin. I'm doing 
got enough hair for all of you. You sound like you sound like uh, that this cookie dough, the cookie man from uh, Shrek. Well, the gingerbread man. Boy. Yeah. This my real hair. Dude, sticks is sticks is coming at us at ninety degrees. <laughs> I told everybody to get the loop. It's gonna be rough. And let's start the news, Matt. Now you look like way seeker. <laughs> You're not going to be on the show. If you're not going to be serious, leave. <laughs> You'll need to leave. <laughs> Who was that? Oh. That was Marco on Wednesday. We were all goofing around. All right, you guys. You're not going to take it seriously. <laughs> He's yeah. like, if you're going to act like that, you're going to leave. I was like, all right, peace. Bounce. You'll need to leave. All right, guys. Oh, the Microsoft Store. What are we buying, Matt? <laughs> I, I don't know. Matt, uh, someone sounds like they're getting ready to put some aluminum foil on the microwave. That's probably Hartman. Things, no. are, getting, things are getting real wild over there. This like. <laughs> is probably unfolding a burrito or something. All right. <laughs> is it? What do we got first, Matt? Got to put our warning. Sheriff Michael might be on patrol. Where's the one where he was shooting? Uh-oh. Bird? Don't talk about oh, taxes, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> no EFT talks or taxes talk. Exactly. What's an EFT? NFT. NFT. EFT. No NFT. Touching. Yeah. ECF. You know what an NFT is. BBD. An electronic fucking turtle. <laughs> uh, John Will. The, that's exact, that's um, exactly what it is. John Wick filmmaker is about to make a Netflix adaptation of Mark Olden's Black Samurai novels. I don't even know. I've never even heard of this. So, yeah, Black Samurai. It's been adapted many different times, but uh, there was a a guy, a black guy, who was a samurai in old Japan, and there's lots of uh, you don't say um, shows that are. Based on it, know. Afro Samurai. There's a show on Netflix right now called I think it's called Yasuke or Yasuke. Um, and now this adaptation. And the thing that gets ex- that gets me excited about this is that Chad Stahelski re- revolutionized action films with John Wick, and I I think this is going to be a very promising and hopefully very bloody samurai movie. Hopefully, if we. These novels are from like the early 70s, aren't they? Yeah. Is it Netflix? Oh. That's what they it did, looks like. They did cutie, so you know they're they'll go the limit. <laughs> what's, what's that? <laughs> I don't know what that is or not. Google it. Cutie. Uh, I, I got that reference. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah. guys know who Chad Stahelski is? He was John or he was Keanu Reeves' stunt double in the Matrix movies. And in fact, in the, the newest like Matrix movie, he plays the hus- Trinity's husband in uh, 
Matrix Re Resurrection. Oh, nice. Looks just like Keanu Reeves. I couldn't even... I thought that was Keanu Reeves on the screen. <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> Looks like an Italian guy, though. Is Keanu... Adelian Ganorese. Gianna's, Gianna's, Gianna's the one on the right. Chad Stahelski's the, the one on the left. Ganorese is an F. He's not bald. No, he's on the far right. He's the one on the cover of the novel. Adelian Ganorese. <laughs> hey, I'm Keanu. Is that Sylvester Stallone? Uh, little uh, stunt guy right there? Is Whatever that "Hey, I'm Keanu" sounded like, Sylvester Stallone. Hey yo, hey yo, I'm hey, Keanu. Yo. Hey yo, I'm Keanu. I'm Keanu Reeves. Hey yo, I'm Keanu Riviero. Keanu's walking here. He can't Walking here. My yo, hair, my hair. Pizza. <laughs> Dude, that is like one of the greatest movies ever. Uh-oh, we have breaking news. Marco you. must be out watching the birds again. <laughs> Marco just got done watching the birds. Blam. Blam, blam. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot some boards. Blam. Blam, blam. Right? Right? Oh, someone's excited uh, about Marco shooting some birds. All right, what's, what you got next? That was the most in-depth analysis of this particular news piece I've seen yet. What we just did. You're darn right. Kudos. We give you the good stuff. I'm so excited for Black Samurai now. Especially after the voices. Good voices. and Oh, it's great. Keanu and Oscar Isaac confirms talks underway for a Moon Knight season two. Yeah. Finale. Following the season finale. There has been lots of speculation about a second season. Earlier this year, Moon Knight Os actor Oscar Isaac shared a video of himself in Egypt with one of the directors of the series. Season, you know, the second season, out there but no official out. announcement yet. In Egypt. Yeah, because Egypt is such a hot place to go. Yeah. In season Nowadays. two, Oscar Isaac promises to make out with himself. Jesus. In a sexy Oscar Isaac three-way. <laughs> I'm glad to hear you liked it. Because following the season, finally, we're we're gonna talk about what? it. So, because at least some at least someone liked it. Would would One that person. be a Moon Knight et toi? Et toi? Moon Knight et toi? Et toi? Listen, as long as there's more Moon Knight in it, by all means. But if it's more, if it's like that dog turd Marvel gave us already, no thanks. We don't need more. I liked more it. Moon I liked it. I liked it. it Overall, it was probably one of my. Favorite Disney show so far. Utilizing the toilet paper and the outfit. I loved it. I'd, I'd, I'd probably rewatch Moon Knight before I rewatch She Hulk. I, have yeah, well, that's, I think that's a given all across the board for most so, people. That's a fair Well said, Sticks. Well said. <laughs> that's why I'm here. <laughs> I'm glad to hear people like it, man. That's awesome. I want to see it. I, I like that. I might try to find a bootleg of it tonight. Yeah, there you go. Bootleg it right after you read the bootleg of Greased. <laughs> Boy, you guys are not ready for Greased. On your tail here. Bootleg it right after you watch Italian well, Keanu Reeves. Well, you guys it, stick around at it, like Italian it. Keanu. We're going to look at my Italian 
for my dodgeball tournament next summer. I want to hear different points of view on it. So, on what? Black Adam. <clears throat> Adam when we get there. When we get there. Yeah, we'll be there soon. Will we? Return to Silent Hill. New movie from original Silent Hill director confirmed. I don't know. Did you guys watch the original? You guys like that one? No. With no. Uh, Rada, Rada, da, da, da. Or was well, it Naomi? The new movie will be based on the story of Silent Hill 2 and will be more of a psychological horror. Okay. Well, I love psychological horrors. The first one's not really horror. Well, the first one they got, they went into kind of gore and torture porn with uh, as the movie progressed. Isn't that the best? You know, I can. Oh, I, I like, like to. Yeah, sure. I like to light, you know, light some candles, turn the lights down low, pour a glass of wine, draw myself a bubble bath, and watch some gore torture porn. You know, who doesn't, right? <laughs> I just go pick up a psycho whore. Fuck yeah! It's a typical you, Friday night. You sound like the guys from uh, <laughs> Hostel. That's that's basically the the plot of Hostel. That is the exact reason why you know I don't that ever want to go to Europe. When he was writing Hostel, he was like. Howard Stern's, uh, like he had to sit in front of Howard Stern's dressing room door while they were making private parts, and he was what he did is he wrote that movie. He was that's how he passed the time, uh, yeah, between, he wrote, he wrote between seeing story. Howard Stern naked, he watched or he wrote Hostel, so it's autobiographical, okay? Yes, okay. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to some Silent Hill stuff. I, I feel like... They're redoing the games. Yeah. That's the, what makes me, like, iffy on it, because it is based off... It's a video game adaptation, and they can't seem to even get Resident Evil right, so how are they going to get Silent or you know Silent Hill right? The well, first, the first Resident Evil wasn't bad. Yeah. First one was pretty good. Yeah, and then it was all downhill from there. <laughs> wasn't the wasn't the first one so good with the uh, the horror part of it because they couldn't load up all the map at once, so you constantly had to fall. Yeah, that's right. That's where that's how they decided to use the fog is because they couldn't render the whole map at the same time, and it actually worked in their favor. Yeah, all right, we'll see how the movie is. Yeah, maybe they can only render about 20% of the movie at a time. <laughs> yeah, maybe they don't show everything. We should make a movie that's nothing but fog. We'll call it The Fog. Call it The Blair Witch Project 3. The Fogginning. <laughs> the Fogginning. God hates fogs. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you gotta be careful there. That's too much, man. Alright, put up the Marco thing <laughs> which one <laughs> just joking <laughs> the sheriff marco sheriff <laughs> so adam sandler's been mentioning his next film and uh i think what is it the uncut gems 2 that they're gonna do uh, i don't know it's i don't know not, that it's going to be a sequel, sequel to uncut gems but listen but, hartman this is your first warning <laughs> sheriff mark was on patrol you've got your first warning I was thinking weather. <laughs> Got a little too close. But uh, yeah, Adam Sandler and the Safdie brothers, who who brought us Uncut Gems, are going to be making another movie, maybe less of a sequel and more of a spiritual successor. 
I thought it, Uncut Gems was overhyped. Like, I don't, I feel like it wasn't as good as, like, I thought Adam Sandler was phenomenal in it, but the movie overall was not so, as good as people hyped it to be. So it says, it reports claim that it will focus on high-end card collecting. So they're going <laughs> to stealing baseball cards? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, could we have a chance of being in this movie? No. He only picks his friends. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be about great graded VHS tapes. It's going to be about graded VHS tapes. People and whatnot scamming and being exposed. And I hear Rob Schneider is is in line to play McClay. I hear McClay's going to make an appearance and Rob Schneider's in line to play him. This movie's kind of been been mentioned in the media lately because of uh daniel day lewis made some comments um praising adam sandler in it so which one uncut gems or the new one consciousness uncut gems no uncut gems lewis it was like one of the greatest performances he ever saw and he reached out to sandler to like congratulate him on it and... i i mean i agree he, he was good in the movie i just thought the movie was boring Sandler was it's a super intense movie. Oh, no, Mr. Penguin! It's very intense. <laughs> it's really bad <laughs> in Yeah, we need we need Billy Madison too, or Happy Gilmore too. There was wasn't there rumor that Happy Gilmore too was already was being worked on, that he was working on Happy Gilmore too. I think it's that a, a long time ago. So the next movie after this, Adam Sandler's going to do it's going to be high end. Comic collecting. It's gonna be Hubie Halloween too. I want to see Timberlands and orange shorts in his movie. That's for sure. Got to be wearing Timberlands. That basketball movie he did though was really really good. It was really good. That was good. The one comics. (laughs) Whoa! And Owen Wilson be in it and he'll go. (laughs) Wow! 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 Check out this. Check out this Hulk 181. I stole. He's going to start a, a biopic of, wow, of that actor man. who recently got wow. called, got caught stuffing comics down his pants at a store. Who got oh, caught who did pants? that? They've optioned that into a movie starring Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 That's quite the collection you stole there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. A little Paramount Plus news. For a limited time, new and returning subscribers can save 50% off on Paramount Plus annual plan with the promo code UEFA50. In addition to getting 12 months of the streaming service for the price of six, you can also snag an Amazon Fire TV stick light for free. What is this, a fucking ad? Like, <laughs> is this like a, a sponsorship <laughs> ad? Like, sponsored, yo! <laughs> the reason... The reason I thought it was interesting was because <laughs> they're already putting their their plans up for fifty percent off. <clears throat> Paramount Plus, hundred percent off. Paramount Dude, Plus isn't moving as much Star Trek as it was hoping to move, so they're offering up a huge discount on it. Please come to it; it's fifty percent off. It's just watching, consuming all the Star Trek on there. I've never wanted a. Fire and Actually, there was rumor of a of an upcoming price hike, so this might be kind of a oh. Christmas gift. Wow. That happens. They're going to double it and then make it fifty percent off, so it's regular price. So get it now, and then it's going to be triple the price next year. Yeah, when when the fifty percent comes off, it'll be twice the price. 
Well, Beavis and Butthead just ended, so why do I want to pay? Keep paying for this Paramount Plus, Matt? Because you can't stop watching Star Trek. I've not even started watching Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so that's the other problem. Ten minutes of Strange New Worlds and shut it off. I don't think I don't. I just don't think Ish is doing enough Star Trek peddling. I know. And Paramount Plus is now starting to suffer. I have to be you more of a show. DK says Paramount is plus is only good for Star Trek. <laughs> what else is on it? So maybe they Beavis should call it yeah, Paramount Plus. Plus. Like all of the um, like Nickelodeon, hey, Nickelodeon shows are on it. Yeah. Yeah. All like CBS shows uh, for for a special bonus price. MTV. First you can watch all your prize. real world road rules challenge that you can fit <laughs> sure. in one place. You know? If you pay the premium, you can actually get access to other streaming services that are better. You can uh, catch up on Jersey Shore Family Vacation if you, you're missing your fix of the situation. Hey, 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 I'm walking you. Hey. Yeah, like my mom says, all the Bob the Builder you can handle. Oh, fuck. Bob the Builder. He fixes shit. He can fix we it. You do watch a lot yes, of Bob the Builder. So this is this is my music story of the week. Zeppelin frontman Plant Robert had the opportunity to sit down with Pearl Jam's Mike McGreedy. He couldn't resist bringing up that the that the band song "Given to Fly," which he felt resembled "Give Given to California." <laughs> so Led Zeppelin of all bands is accusing people. Stealing songs, <laughs> but everybody knows that Pearl Jam. Who wrote this? Because it's going to California, not given to California. Well, everybody's leaving California, so what does it matter? God damn it, Kyle! What did you damn do it. now? I read it. it says given to California. Yeah, he's saying it's going to California. But I just, I just, I just thought it was funny that. You they know. steal everything, and now they're, <laughs> and then now they're 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 you know they're telling Pearl Jam, "Hey, you stole something from us. Where'd you steal that song from?" Like, did they have to dive in the crates to find that one, Pearl Jam? Hey, I owe you. You gotta shake your voice when you do it. You gotta. It only took both Queen six months to get on Vanilla Ice. Why did it take them so long to get on Pearl Jam? Right. Dun, 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 dun. Let's kick no, it. No, no, I did it different. Well, maybe they're like, Pearl Jam's like, if you can't even get the title of your own song right, like, you can't accuse us of copying it. Yeah. <laughs> Vin- the original line goes dun, 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 da, dun, dun. Vanilla, yes. Ice, Vanilla Isis goes dun, 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 da, da, dun, 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 dun. right. The song is given to California, right? Matt, the, the, Matt was called into the court trial for that song as the I was. expert. Mm-hmm. And you, you, and like you have this to do extra baseline right? is bullshit. <laughs> he was a, he was a downbeat percussion. I just looked at the judge and I was like, "Come on, man, go ninja, go ninja, go!" Like, why? What are we even doing here? Your Honor, I'm just a small town ninja lawyer. Yeah. That's magic, lyrical magic, genius. Ninja, what? Magic, magic, ninja, what? <laughs> What's a ninja? Right. Next. 
I I just like the picture you chose because it looks like Planet Stan and they're like, give me all of your California. (laughs) (laughs) As seen in the short story Predator or Prey by Dan Slott, J.M. Demati's and Bob McLeod's uh, Cravenoff intended to hunt a lion he'd been tracking for quite some time. However, he discovered that, that the apex predator had been killed by something much larger and far more deadly. Coming face-to-face with the massive spider monster of myth and legend, Craven gets infected with the venom. However, the impressive hunter decides to literally bite back, defeating the creature and gaining spider powers of his own. Oh, and boy. looking like Sasha Barrett-Cohen. Oh, Dude, boy. That's who Sasha should play. Craven, Craven the Spider Hunter becomes Mephisto. Very oh, nice. There's a plot twist. <laughs> I just Man, everybody's everybody's got spider powers these days. Is there anybody in the spider universe who doesn't have spider powers? Well, come yeah. on and get some. They're giving them to everybody. You get spider powers, and you get spider powers. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's the Oprah of spider powers. But I know we talked about his first appearance, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Handed him out like STDs in Sun City, yo. Yeah. So I just figured that, uh, what up, Mojo? That uh, little backstory on what's up with it, in case you guys didn't actually know. All right, Matt. (laughs) All right, Kyle. (laughs) During an interview with Backslash Film... Uh, Gracie explained why it's been so frustrating to see details of Black Adam's mid-credit scene, which reintroduces Henry Cavill's Superman to the DCEU, plastered all over social media. Oh my God, it's so frustrating. He said, you work so hard, but look, we understand that this ending and this dream, this family dream that we had to bring to life, and we knew it was going to have an effect on the fans that were just like, oh my God. We heard them begging for it for so long. No, you heard The Rock begging for it because he's probably really the only one begging for it. We need Superman. Well, he's the like, oh, one, right? God. Yeah, because... Oh, is this real. Danny Garcia? Is this Danny Garcia, The Rock's business partner? Is that who this is supposed to be? Looks uh, like crap. Is that the Garcia? That's his spot double. The guy from John Wick. Yo, hey, yo, this is The Rock. I'm The Rock. Hey, yo. So we can now lay all the Henry Cavill Marvel rumors to rest, right? Because contractually, he can't be in a Marvel. He can't be anything Marvel related for years now. I don't think that's true. Uh, Well, no, it. one of them... I think that's part of the DC. If you show up in a DC movie, DC doesn't let its actors do Marvel shows. Marvel doesn't care if their actors do DC shows. But yeah, once you're in the DC, they don't want you switching sides. I I thought all that ended when Henry Cavill and Kieran with James Gunn. Like all that came to an end with James Gunn since he's doing Guardians three. He does whatever he wants. He does whatever he wants. James Gunn, the exception. Kind of like J.J. Abrams. He's the exception. I I think that in um, till we get uh, him in actual Man of Steel 2, it's who cares? What's the plot it, of Man of Steel 2? 
we don't know. They they haven't even officially really announced it yet. Okay, well, do you want the plot? Uh, Metropolis of has Tuna. been rebuilt and it needs to be destroyed again. <laughs> <laughs> the plot of Man of Steel Two should be non-existent. No, what's that Doctor small Doom. town? What's that small Kryptonian town? The mini one, Candor. Candor, yeah. What about Superman in space freeing Candor from Brainiac? No, I'd see that. What would you? Yes. Like, what would anybody like? See, like what Fish said. What other plots or villains would you like to see Superman visite? Yeah, definitely Brainiac. Brainiac. That's a good one. Cable. I want to see. We open Metallo. Metropolis morning. Mixel, we see Clark Kent Mixel, walking Mixel, to the Mixel. Daily Planet to start his day job, and there's a random man there. Long hair, glasses, gray beard, holding a white claw. He stops and points and goes, ha, 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 you're a fucking liar. You're actually Superman. No one believes your stupid-ass secret identity. I can see Finn. through those glasses. Yep. <laughs> the end. Finn. And he's wearing a Slipknot shirt. Dude, I know a guy like that. And he's pointing with his pinky while his hand's mm-hmm. holding the can. That's perfect. <laughs> see it now. That's Man of Steel, too. Well done. Yeah, perfect. I would actually like to see, like, Bizarro, maybe. Um, I'd like to see Bob the Builder come and help rebuild the city. Anybody but Lex Luthor. (laughs) I love that Bizarro character. On the show. Lex Luthor's kind of burnt right now. I think they need Superman to go into space long enough to recast Lex Luthor. Especially since they're bringing Lex Luthor to Titans season, the new season of Titans. Like, let's let that character go for a little bit. Well, your mom, I would say that not everybody agrees with you on that. I, I think a lot everybody. of people, I think a lot of people did enjoy that movie. And I did. Especially the portrayal of uh, Henry Cavill's portrayal of it. Does Alex have I did not. Or does he just choose to shave his head? Wait, what? Does Alex have alopecia or does he refuse to shave, like does he just shave his head? Because I'm always seeing him bald. Is he going full Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm All right. <laughs> Ish, that's your first warning. Wee Sheriff Marco's on patrol. Don't make fun of alopecia. Yeah. I don't, now I'm curious, too. Though? Can you say the word? Can you? That should be a test when you're drunk. You got to say alopecia three times fast. That's what they should do it on patrol. And then Jada Pickett Smith shows up. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Just, like Beetlejuice? No, you say her name three she times. Does, she hires someone out of nowhere and slaps you in the face. Hi. <laughs> and, and does it with your rock stunt double? Rock stunt double. I heard that's no. how they got to play the uh, the skinny version of the Rock in in this movie when he's not Shazammed out. Jada Pinkett. Yep, they just deep faked his body on her face or his face on her face. Yeah. Well, when I typed in Jada Pinkett Rock, I got pictures of the Rock mixed with Jada Pinkett in the AI uh, art thing. I just wanted to see what a Jada Pinkett Smith baby would look like if she banged Chris Rock. Chris Rock. This was months ago. 
Did it look like Kevin Hart? No, it looked like The Rock. <laughs> Did it look like Kevin Hart? <laughs> oh, man. All right. What do we got next? Um, Black, Black Adam, Adam is finally here. The film has received very different reviews from fans and critics. Much like many other installments in the DC Extended Universe, the franchise's latest superhero blockbuster has split uh, Rotten Tomatoes, while critics have largely slammed Dwayne Johnson's explosive film, Black Adam. Audience reviews have been much more positive. At the time of writing, the movie uh, movie's critic score is at 45% based on 114 reviews, while the audience score is 89% based on 500-plus reviews. I think that there is review we have review bombing and i think there, this is review buffing so now as we're doing oh, this podcast today matt it's at 89 percent audience audience score 41 percent tomato meter yeah i think there's some so, review buffing going on here so, so technically that would be review fluffing there you go fluffing <laughs> That's what buffing, is. fluffing, you fluffer. Because yeah, you're you're trying right, to get you, the rating, you're trying to get the ratings up. So. Did anybody not see this movie this weekend? I, I didn't. I planned on it. I, I, I planned on it, and I never did. Ish, you saw it? No, I talked I myself. I was going to see it, and I talked myself out of seeing it like two hours before. Yeah, I was like, oh, Matt, okay. Matt will see it for me. He'll take the. All hit. right, I'm going to see it. Nope, no, nope, not going to do it. Oh, okay. So you talked yourself out of it. So is it just me and Matt that saw it? Sticks, you, did you see it? I was supposed to go and I never did. So just Matt and me who saw it. <laughs> Something else came up that was more fun. I talked Sticks right. out of going too. Matt, Matt, I know you gave it a 5 out of 10. You did. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into it then. So yeah, let's get into it. Do we All have right. a movie intro? All right, so the top question, if you didn't like it, was what were, What are the good things you can say about it? Um, I enjoyed the action. I thought the special effects were very well done, way better than what Marvel's been putting out. Mm-hmm. Um, and low, that's low. pretty much it. And what did you think about the identity twist in the third act that was projected in the very first, intro, you know, the introductory act? I thought it was lame. I thought it was lame strictly because see, here's, I think with this movie, it's one of the better, um, it's one of the better, like, I don't know what, what word I'm looking for, but it's like representations of comic book fan and someone who, who's knowledgeable of black Adams origins versus what they're producing to you on the screen. Because to me, this character, the way they're pushing him is the DC hierarchy is about to change. And Black Adam is an anti-hero. He's very, he, and he spent a lot of his time being a villain too. So he's not really what we got in this movie. So like, he's not really this protector or, or remorseful or he's more ruthless. And like, I think his origin story would have been if they kept it accurate to what they were going for with the new 52 stuff. It would have been a much better movie, but I felt like the the twist on in this softens that character quite a bit to 
not be the anti-hero or that that violent person they're looking for and i kind of said last night like this is the one movie where dc could have steered into the curve of always being called dark and gritty and they're too dark it's too dark it's too gritty it's too violent like you could steer into that curve with this character and i feel like they chose not to do that yeah i i hear you there i feel like they did teddy bear make make a teddy bear out of black adam um by the set by the middle of the second act he had been teddy tedified um and i was i i really enjoyed his introduction when he comes out swinging and he just mm-hmm. you know he just melts down all those people and does such a good job uh and then over the course of the movie watching him play nice because of a pretty face basically i mean granted it is a very very pretty face yeah uh, but I, I didn't want him to pull his punches on the Justice Society like he did. Um, and so I think it did I think it did suffer a lot from trying to keep the rock as like a an image that kids can look up to. They didn't want him to be super brutal. The other thing that I thought was really disappointing was the we didn't understand what the what the powers of the crown of sabak were were giving um he shows up you know the 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 end villain the real villain the true villain shows up superman and no it's basically the devil and and <laughs> yeah basically mephisto shows up <laughs> like he's, that's why he never showed up in because he showed up in <laughs> and he he's you know he's like firepower is really but he's supposed to be hell on earth and the the hell's soldiers were we've we've seen hell soldiers that were really awesome in thor ragnarok you know they were very very good we've seen better hell soldiers in evil dead uh what we got here was they were just like it was like the the props that you can buy at spirit halloween you know that's about how scary they were they weren't even that scary um and this is very disappointing. I thought as far, you know, this is hell. This this guy represents hell. And there wasn't anything that that bad. I thought they did a really poor job with that. Uh, but other than that, you know, if if they were going for kind of a teddy bear hero, they did they nailed it. Like they teddy, they made him into a teddy bear. It reminded me of a Hulk Hogan movie that came out many, many years ago. Suburban uh, Commando. Alien. What was that? Suburban Commando. Yes, yes. <laughs> the nanny movie. No, he's like an he's like a space space uh, bounty hunter or something. He comes to Earth, and he's That's a real badass movie. at the beginning of the movie. But then he befriends this kid, and then he and the kid end up, you know, coming together. And he he softens his image in order so that he can keep the kid alive while he fights all these aliens. But uh same idea like the rock came in as real badass in in his introduction to this movie and then he softens really quickly and it was kind of disappointing almost it's like or not almost it was really disappointing to see him pull the punches throughout the movie that said i enjoyed it a little bit more than you Matt. i won't say it was it was really stellar but i did enjoy it a little bit more i was i was okay to 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 pay the 
the cover charge, but I would not go see it again. So I gave it six out of 10, uh, which is slightly better. Um, it seems to be like that, the, that most people I talk to that watch this, that's like their general consensus is the six out of 10. Like it's, it's watchable. And I think it's a lot of people enjoy it because it's an easy watch. Like you don't have to be invested in it. They kind of give you everything, almost everything you need to know right there. Like, I still don't really understand why Amanda Waller was there. I still don't really understand why the Justice Society is working for Amanda Waller when that's the whole reason she created Task Force X is for stuff like this. I don't understand why Amanda Waller is all of a sudden in command of Superman. And, like, there's still a lot of, like, head-scratching stuff there. But Yeah, there were a lot of choices where you're like, you could have gone a different way. Mm -hmm. You could have made this a, a much more meaningful movie. You know, if you're going to kind of trample on convention anyway, why not make the best choices you could possibly make instead of just mediocre choices? Why not make it really impactful and make make those moments really, you know, tearjerker moments or even fearful moments? Like, Question. make it as scary as you could possibly make it. Make it as emotional as you could possibly make it. And if you're going to trample on the lore, just do it, right? Do it right. Don't pull punches. <laughs> Stop right on it. I only have one question, is how well uh, Pierce raise your Brosnan hand. Uh, played in this movie. I think he steals the movie. I think he's Chris like... Brosnan is a great... Yeah, he's a great aspect of this movie. Um, He's like the emotional center of the movie. Everyone else is kind of... Well, he is James Bond. <laughs> I think he's like, really the only reason you can understand the plot of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Why is, is he the uh, one who kind of explains it and pushes it? Or uh, well, yeah, essentially he uses his visions from touching the helmet to like explain what's going what on helmet? and like, or his... or the things that you should be worried about. <laughs> the right? helmet? Both helmets. So All Matt the helmets. gave it an He's F. just out there touching helmets. <laughs> Matt gave it an F, and Sam gives it a D. But it no, feels that's like no, Matt was that's not accurate. That's not accurate. <laughs> we, we gave it a five 60. out of ten. And six six out, of 10, out right? of ten is not a D. That's that's a representation of how much money I'm willing to pay for this movie, and it means that six I was I'm fine. I'm fine paying for it one time, but I'm not going to pay for it again. Yeah. So then, there's a different grading scale. What, what, that's that's how I know. That's how I know where I where I'm going to put it. Is the like amount of money a one out of ten would be an F. I don't get where you're getting your grading yeah. scale. Like well, five one out, out of one out of ten movie, five. you have to pay me to watch it. Okay, I, like my score would be like a C minus, and his would be like a C plus B minus. Okay, so okay, so I was thinking like you were giving it like a seven out of ten. That's, no, that's the way I was thinking about it. I thought no. you're giving it an F, but you're you're talking. It's not about like it. school grades, Hartman. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I mean, what other grading scale would we go by? I o- the only thing I care about is how much money you should spend on this movie. <laughs> Seventeen. Out of 20 give me give me a little bit more than a a five out of ten. Okay, uh, that's what the discussion is about. That's what we've been talking about. I mean, if so it's a five out of ten is it's not horrible, but it's not great. It's kind of right in the middle. Like a five, I'll give her a five out of ten. Like exactly, I don't, I don't think five out of 10. she's not 
fucking she didn't hit every branch of the ugly stick, but she's not a supermodel. But a yeah. four, nobody wants a four, right? I'd rather have two fours. Four, than eight. A four is regret, right? Once you're in the four territory, that's regret. That's where the regret so that's starts. One to point away from what Matt gave that movie is one point away from regret. I yeah. think, I think, yeah, that's that's accurate. So once once you're in five or less territory, that's where the regret starts to seep in. So and if F, you're if you're in one and two, that's like radioactive. You're not going to touch it unless somebody pays you to do so. Unless you want four twos. So, for example, Killer Sofa, I would give a one, and I'm not going to watch it unless you How pay me to dare do so. You. That movie was good. I was, I was, only if you pay I me, man. Four out of ten. We need I to play that trailer. <laughs> so, I would say if if you're looking for something, and you've already seen Bullet Train, I'd say Black Adam's fine. I'd give Bullet uh, Train an eight and a half. Again, if you've already seen Bullet Train and you're looking for something to watch, I'd say Black Adam's okay. What's that? So, is? I'm five. That's a VG. That's very good. By this, uh, yes. At this grading scale, you guys are going by. Like, listen, I I gave what I gave it one because I was I felt like a majority of other than like Sam said when he makes his appearance and he comes out of the tomb and takes out all those guys, it was very boring. A lot of times, like it was very slow. I felt like The Rock was very deadpan, and he didn't have a lot of emotion when he could have showed more emotion. Um, I didn't. I felt like this was a movie where you didn't need the humor. And someone said to me last night, "Oh, well, it's The Rock. He's got to have humor." No, he doesn't. He doesn't have to be a humorous character. Black Adam shouldn't be cracking jokes. Um, I felt like the villain was very out of place. I very much felt like Shazam should have been in this movie seeing how his Shazam, the Shazam movie starts off with them talking about Black Adam. They should have, he should have been the the main focus in this movie, other than, you know, the, his opposite. It should have been Shazam, not Superman or what we got. Um, I thought Hawkman's costume looked absolutely ridiculous and looks like it looked weighed like a thousand pounds and how the hell is he even like flying around or carrying it? Well, he was tanking punches from Black Adam, so that he's, too. he's <laughs> yeah. very strong in this, in this movie. Um, and well, Hawkman's armor is made of nth metal, so so your mom's regretting this. Special. Yeah, which they never even really touched on that, like what nth metal is. Like he's like, oh, my ship is made out of nth metal from every bolt and screw. Yeah, he says they even mentioned that he's an archaeologist. <laughs> No, really. Every ship or my ship is entirely made of nth metal. It's indestructible, and then it gets torn up at the end of the movie. Yeah. How does that? So there, there was a lot of like little little choices they made that I thought I was like, man, you guys could really have taken this thing to eleven, and you stopped at every chance you could. You stopped, and I'm thinking they were they were thinking they couldn't make it the way they wanted to and keep a PG-13 rating. So that's a that's, that's a, like a really frustrating does. thing for me is going to see a movie and realizing they're pulling their punches in the writing room and not making it as impactful as it could be because of I don't know what what they're thinking maybe money reasons maybe, maybe profitability do. reasons. <laughs> do you do you think there was any pushback on this movie because of the way they made Shazam, and this is based in that kind of world of Shazam. It was basically kind of set up the same as Shazam. Um, you have 
but no, instead but I mean, of like, having like you've got the kid sidekick, this kid sidekick, you've got uh, instead of like the the family, instead of the brothers and sisters, you have the Justice Society and and Sarah uh, Sahai, who was the the kid's mom. Oh my gosh, she is a knockout. By the way, is anybody else? Oh my gosh, she's so probably. Out. I don't know who it is. But she's probably hot. I'd give her a. But, uh, and they don't even really explain what the hell Eternium is in this movie. Like why they're mining it and what they want it for. Um, you know, it didn't. At all, right? It doesn't matter. Like it honestly, the MacGuffins they didn't matter. The less they explain it, the better. The better off we are. But. The thing is, they did not explain at all why we're so scared of Sabak or why Sabak is something that, like, the whole motivation behind Sabak, like, it didn't even make sense to me. I was like, Is it? Hold on. Isn't that the card game in Star Wars? Yeah, that's what I thought. It was a card game. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's I'm so telling you, it. I'm telling you, they made a lot of choices that were weird. I agree. I think Shazam would have been a better op- opponent. Um, but they went with you talk about her like Shazam. Yeah, she's so comedy, hot. right? She is so hot, dude. So that's a comedy, five out of right? ten. So they make the champion nine out of 10. so in this. If you're familiar with the new 52 back story of Black Adam, they make the champion. So it's like Black Adam's son in this movie becomes the champion and the rocks character is about to die. And so he gives up his powers to him. So the rock becomes the champion where as in the, the 52 uh, Jeff Johns origin, it's their uncle and nephew and the nephew gets the powers as the uncle's getting beaten down and he goes to give them to the uncle. And as they both go to say Shazam, he covers his nephew's mouth, killing him and taking the power, the complete powers for himself instead of splitting it. That's and I think that would have been better and made the character feel more menacing and and give him a little bit more of an edge and a little bit more complexity too, right? You yeah. can do a lot of things with those kinds of choices. Like, does he feel guilty at all? Um, is there is there any hope for redemption for a character like that? And those are things that they didn't even they didn't really go down that route. And with with an antihero, you have a lot of complexity that you can use uh, because he does have guilt or he has uh you know this this uh chip on his shoulder or something like that but they didn't really explore that at all and i i feel that's uh some really unfortunate choices on their part i you know if you're going to go for it just go for it you know make it make it complex make it interesting and they didn't at all it was about as complex it was about as complex as your average wrestling storyline yeah and Pierce was the guy that the most interesting man in the world. Like that was he was. Movie. He was probably the best actor and part of the movie. Yes. No, I mean watching him use the Doctor Fate powers was badass. I definitely need to get fight a bootleg of this tonight. As far as if you're grading it, like I'm grading it, like if it's probably one of the better DC movies. I will give it that. Like I, if I had to had to sit down and they're like, well, you can watch. The Justice League, Batman, Superman, Dawn of Justice, Black Adam, or um, Wonder Woman 2, I'd go with Black Adam every day. Like, it was not a terrible movie, but it wasn't 
a great it was very a very easy watch i found it boring at a lot of times and that's what really affected my scores like so, there was 10 people in my screening and some kid fell asleep and he was snoring so loud that you could hear him over the movie like to me i was like all right obviously wow. this dude found this movie boring so <laughs> You didn't say, wake the fuck up and quit. No, I didn't. <laughs> Oops. That, that makes sense. This yeah, guy I got would... the right idea. That actually does make a lot of sense. Yeah. So, all right. I'll still go see it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm not. Watchable. Yeah, I would not. It's watchable. I would not uh, push anybody to not yeah. go see it. Like, I would definitely say, go see it, judge for yourself. But yeah, just... you guys are definitely not saying, don't go see it. So. No, I'm not saying that. Yeah. But you're not saying go and see it. I'm saying if you go and see it, just re- just realize they made a lot of choices Thank that you, they they could have made a lot of better choices than the choices they made. Yeah. You can and imagine Netflix, you can yeah. imagine how good the movie could have been while you watch the movie <laughs> that they gave. Do you account to some of this as uh, superhero fatigue? No, it's just poor poor writing choices. Yeah. It's just DC. Typical DC. Womp womp. It's it's falling into the trope like it's falling into the trope that seems to be a happening now where they want you to sympathize with the villain. Instead of hating the villain and and or the anti-hero and just hating that character for their choices, they want you to sympathize with them so you understand why they're making those choices. And I feel like that's why they changed the you know to make it his son instead of his nephew and you don't see him kill him like they want you to sympathize with his choice as a father versus just being an all-out brutal character because evil should be redeemable i do think that the whole history repeats itself or time flows like a river and history repeats itself we're going to start seeing a lot of the same shit so i'll i I don't. I've heard complaints and stuff that like, oh, Doctor Strange, they did this better and all this other shit. But it's like it's gonna happen eventually. You're gonna get heroes that are exactly like some other shit. So, but uh, it's gonna get harder and harder. Well, there's a lot of parody in comics anyway, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, thank you, Mojo. If they do a sequel, I'd like to see uh, Ro- Roman Reigns be the villain, and we'll finally get a WrestleMania moment. There you go. You know, that would probably make it like a 7 out of 10, right? <laughs> I'm Maybe a 7.5. Maybe even I'll, an 8. I'll get this scale eventually. Yeah, and I just wish Shazam would have showed up at the end versus Superman. Like, the Superman thing doesn't make any sense, and it, it feels like a ploy to try to get people in the seats to see this movie versus... I mean, you know, by the box it. office numbers, it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Why not help the Shazam movies out too with the little cross promoting between the two? Definitely makes more sense to do Shazam. Isn't Helen Mirren going to be in that one? Oh. Yeah. It definitely feels like, too, like they're taking, like I've said a few times now, they're taking that Black Adam, New 52, Jeff Johns stuff, and they're splitting it down the, in the, down the middle. And that's the plot of Black Adam and the plot of. Um, Shazam 2 Fury of the Gods because that's kind of what Black Adam does too is he collects gods to go fight the the Shazam family so it was it, it the feels Shazam-ly. like yeah the Shazam it feels like they're taking those that storyline and cutting it between the two movies and maybe it's gonna 
come ahead in a, a Black Adam versus Shazam movie, but I don't know, The Rock pushed hard for Henry Cavill to make that cameo, and it was one of his like stipulations supposedly to even do this movie that he had to cameo in it. So I don't know. It just felt really out of place. I don't know. I liked it. I liked the cameo. Oh. Um, the it's like an announcement that Henry Cavill's back, and that got me very excited. Did they yeah. say back in black? Did they? They did not play back and back and back and black, but they does play, perfect. They, no, what was they? They did play a song like that. What was it? It was, um, paint it black. They played oh, paint it songs? black while he was killing a bunch of dudes. Yeah, at the very beginning, and he says, "Tell him the men in black sent you." Yeah. <laughs> All right. It was like it was just a lot of really funky choices like that. Like they they. They made some good choices, but mostly it was just like a medium choice. Like if you had a choice between a crappy story, a mediocre story, and a really good story, 80% of the choices they made were either crappy or, or medium. Uh, they didn't make a whole lot of good choices. I mean, get it while you can get it, because I, I have a feeling in two weeks, nobody's going to be talking about this movie anymore once Wakanda Forever comes out. So yeah, get that money while you can, right? For sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed the painted black scene. I thought it was a lot of it was a really good scene. Um, um it the, the problem was they they it was at the beginning of the movie and they're supposed to go up from there and they never did. DC the the um Gotham Knights, they did a remix of uh Living La Vida Loca. You can check out too if you like DC's music. They did Bullet with Butterfly Wings in that movie too. Mm, I don't know. Smashing Pumpkins? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think they did. There was a Smashing Pumpkins song in it. The other part that threw me for a loop, too, is when he gives up his powers and they're putting him in that container, I, it really felt like the movie was ending. And I was like, it, that's it? That's seriously how this movie ends? Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if that was done on purpose or or what? Where they wanted you to it feel reminded like that? Me. It reminded me of when your plane is getting ready to land and they're like, oh, we forgot something. And then it takes off again yeah. real quick. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, oh, we forgot the rest of the plot. Oh, shoot. we got to go back. Yeah. What, what plane service are you using? That's a, It's definitely a JetBlue thing. They do that a lot. Right? <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> Really? <laughs> Bojo, I think Disney Disney's going to do it because they're going uh, – that's – Looks like where Deadpool 3's heading. Here's a true story. Where will they go R-rated that's not Deadpool? Uh, Logan. Logan was R-rated. When will Disney? I don't know. Maybe this this next movie. But it can't be Deadpool. I don't think that's really their brand. You've been watching a lot of Disney lately? I don't think that's really their brand. Uh, What? Oh, I love Disney. What's up, Sticks? You had a story? So, well, I had one story real quick for, for JetBlue coming back from Florida, going back to Syracuse. Almost landed in Rochester, and that's, that actually happened. Oh, wait, hold on. We got to head over to Syracuse. <laughs> oh, it's wrong airport. 20 minutes, <laughs> 20 minutes, to, the, 20 minutes to the right. <laughs> I Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if if you do if when they release this on DVD, you do get an R-rated cut of this movie, and they put in everything that they cut out to make it PG-13. Like that would be awesome. 
Yeah, but I don't think they're going to make different again. choices. I think it's still going to be the end, the, the same end. Yeah, result. no, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'd just be cool to see the extra destruction couple, scenes. Couple fucks being said. Hmm. Yeah, our rating is going to be what? Like what? Um, you, you're going to get some blood in there. Maybe an F arm or two. Yeah, I was really hoping for more of like a maybe a testicle or a nipple. No, well, I mean, you get to see a dude basically get vaporized and still see a skeleton and stuff. Like, so that was cool, but yeah, that was cool. I like the rocks both fall out. They didn't go back to that, they didn't, they didn't elevate it beyond that. In fact, they nerfed nerfed the violence after that opening scene. Have a couple testicles in the eye socket, so that was just basically a scene and they moved on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got Paul Fry, Black Adam does a Roman helmet. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know the part in the in the trailer where they're like heroes don't kill people and he goes well i do after that moment he doesn't kill people anymore and the jet scene from the trailer the, the jet scene from the trailer isn't in this movie either where he's smashing the planes on the or the wings on the planes yeah that's I true like when they do that with movies though i like when they show footage that isn't in the movie because then you're not getting all you know what i mean you don't okay get so the whole of- reason the whole reason they did that scene is because iron man has a very similar scene and he saves the pilots and they did that to show that black adam doesn't save the pilots he kills them but did then they didn't him? put it in the movie yeah, so it was just to make a comparison to iron man well that's bullshit <laughs> did they die it didn't happen. It never well, happened. That, well, that's preposterous. That's four out of ten. <laughs> Maybe in the physical media we'll we'll see that. All right. Any anything else you want to say about Black Adam? Matt? No, I think we pretty much. Uh, we put a pin. In, we can put a pin yeah. in this one. Yeah, I think so too. We covered it like a snuggly blanket I, and put it to bed. Like like my, my teddy bear, like the rock became in the second act. Yeah. My my last thought's gonna be technically it's not Black Adam, it's American Samoan Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Half Black Adam. All right, let's get into our best and worst covers of the week. But did they die? <laughs> American Samoan Adam. Uh, worst cover of the week coming old. up. Deadly Neighborhood Spider-Man number one. Peach Momoko. Let me guess, Peach Momoko. Yeah, what is this? I, I don't like it, but I respect her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it, but I want to date Peach Momoko. But I respect it. No, that's terrible. Everything about it's terrible. It, it sucks, man. It's psychedelic. I, I do like her art, so just not that one. This reminds me of one of those um, scary though. stories to tell in the dark. That was awesome <laughs> art, though. Yes, it was. Those scary that's stories from the art pictures are fucking phenomenal. I think there's one with spiders coming out of like a guy like this. Maybe we could find it and put up a comparison. I like her webbing. Like she's got really good webbing detail. It's just like the spider, the, the eyes and the like the eyes are what bug me. That's the straight AI yeah. shit. 
And next we've got this Harley Quinn Poison Ivy. Terrible. That isn't. I was going to call it the Sesame Street variant. It's her new coloring book. Uh, That's the cover. Because Ivy's shoes look like Oscar the Grouch. Looks like the original (laughs) Funko Pops when they were just like uh, in that pose. It's bad. Yeah, I didn't know when this one. I'm not seeing one with spiders. <laughs> the Flash 787 Black Adam variant. Like, I feel like what... It's like good detail. We're going to make one arm massive, but then when we get to the Rock's face, it's just going to be basic creative character face. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just the, the movie tie-in? Yeah, it's just the Black Adam variant. It's cool. Like, Adam Smasher looks really good there, but just the face on Black Adam is terrible. It's a little shiny to me. Like, yeah. he, like he has been drinking uh, Pepsi Man. Like, this pose looks like uh, that movie um, Free Guy when, when he's gonna, like, when he's gearing up for the death blow and his arm is massive. That's what that looks like. He's going for a death blow on his one arm. Well, his head is so uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, the composition, it, this is like the choices in the movie where they could have gone with something really dynamic and something really uh, exciting, but this is very, very, it's a very dull choice. And then best coverage of the week, we've got the uh, One Bad Day Penguin. Dude, I think Jim Lee killed it. Yeah, that is very good. I like that cover. Like, I just. Are you talking about this? Hold on. You talk about this one? Yeah, I kind of like that. Okay. I think that's the one. It was. It's a very grotesque look. The one on the left is the very grotesque one. Yeah. All right. Right works fine. <clears throat> um. Our next best cover of the week. Dude, Catwoman. Love that, dude. That is a super good cover. Like, I like. I would like to get the original art for that and frame it and put it on my wall. That's how much I like this Catwoman. She looks. She is that what they call the Betty Davis eyes? That's called the. This guy's doing my homework in front of me and trying to explain it, and I really don't care to hear it. <laughs> I just want to make out. <laughs> yeah, just hurry up and do it. Yeah, whatever. No, those are the would you fuck me? Because I'd fuck me eyes. <laughs> yes. Those are the you just filled the cup eyes. Oh yeah. I love I'd love that cover. And then we have anything that gets a fucking VW bus in it is the best cover of the week to me. Oh my gosh. This reminds me. Dixon, uh, we were driving around for kids sports today, and I realized oh, there's a politician in Gilbert who says his his poster is America needs Dixon butts. That's not a real dude. <laughs> he made his own signs and he put them up. Yeah. We're just driving around and my kids are like, well, his last name is Butts. <laughs> like, there's a guy running here. His name is Harry Curtains. <laughs> Harry curtains. Well, I prefer Harry curtains over Dixon butts. 
No, no, no homo. Unprepped issue three. That is a cool VW cover. Yeah, anything with a fucking VW bus in it's fucking A plus in my book. I like we have (laughs) their vans with no windows. Not me. What's that? Who prefers their vans with no windows? Not me. Well, I think you do since you're the one that stated the question. I don't own a van, sir. Sorry. So that was a red herring. Yeah. <laughs> Carmen, Harmon's hitting us with the red herring. I do okay. not appreciate your ruse, sir. <laughs> so our next best cover of the week. Dude, Sacrament I just, number three. This, I, I just think they're fucking, I saw that the way. They're fucking, um, yeah. Sacrament, it's killing it with its covers. And I'm just bummed I didn't get to read it this week. I'm probably going to read it. I'm definitely going to review it next week because this is just so far. It's just been an awesome story. And I would love to get fucking Peter Milligan on to talk about it. Hint, well, you should have told me that I have. I'll have, the, I'll have my guy take a look. Yeah, at it. that's please. Because I would love to talk to him about this because it's such a great book. I don't think any interview is going to beat fucking samurai doggy interview. That was so much fun. The guy was really, really sweet. Okay. And then we have Deadly Neighborhood Spider-Man. I just love the the usage of color in this cover. Who did that? The, uh, I can find out for you. The spider silhouette with him swinging through it. It's To me, it's just a very well it's done. It's a Mac cover. cover. Is it Mac? Uh, thank you. Thank you, Mish. Yeah, thank you, comic book store owner guy. <laughs> through the clutch. That's the only reason I'm here. In the clutch. <laughs> hey, you know what? There's a reason you got here, but it's not the reason we keep you around. BK says Kyle hey. probably yelled at Mulligan at the con. I try to be nice to everybody at cons. Matt has been with me at so many cons where it like something happens out of nowhere. Like I don't ever go in with the intentions of being, but something seems to happen. You think yeah, he doesn't event? <laughs> He doesn't go into the intentions of being that guy, but something happens to where he just turns into that guy. Something always it's <laughs> like weird. when you demand that Rob Liefeld say he's your friend. <laughs> but it's it's. I'll I'll tell you my experience with Kyle at at uh, Comic Con in Phoenix was delightful. Yeah, he was up on a panel with us. <laughs> we were doing Action Heroes versus The Walking Dead. And he kept oh, yeah, screaming sure. at me because I wasn't playing by the rules. <laughs> Dude, I took it so fucking seriously. <laughs> I took it so seriously. So, funny. so I like, like I, the I, rules, I mapped out this perfect thing. And I was like, I was so serious about it. And then Sam gets on and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Not Get off the stage. He was so I, mad at me. Stop changing the rules. It's really not me, BK. Is it me, Matt? No, it's not. Something just ends up happening. I don't know what it is. I, Stop the next the time rules. I go to BK, I'm going to film myself there just so you can but, see how just shit just unravels because something happens. But back to Sam, what Sam was saying. And then Kyle turns to me on that panel and goes, this is fucking stupid. I'm never doing a panel again. And I haven't. So stupid. And I haven't. It was so funny. Like, like I was trying to tell Kyle, I was like, Kyle, dude, 
rule number one is just be entertaining. Like don't don't get too bogged down with the minutia. He was so mad at me. It was so funny. <laughs> There, but there's like, DK. There's stories too where Kyle has been the the voice of reason. Like, uh, who is it? Tony Moore. You wanted him to sign your Walking Dead, and he was like, "Well, I didn't do that." And you were you were like, "Well, without you, there wouldn't be a hundred issues of Walking Dead." And he was like, "Oh yeah, that's right." And then he signed your book for you. Like, there's like been I times Kyle's been the, with him. Yeah, Kyle's been the voice of reason, but. There Sometimes. are times where you hear that Demoke just tell me that shit. Fuck him, man. <laughs> you know, just who got pissed at me about that same thing one time? It was uh Yeah, so you you gave a book to somebody and they're like, I didn't do this book, man. I did that. <laughs> who who uh, who was it? It was uh X for X Factor. He he started the book, but by the time it got to issue six. He wasn't on the book anymore. And I tried to use that same like reasoning logic. Yeah. And he was like, he didn't He's give like, up. I'm not signing it. Get pissed, out of here. Pissed him off. I can't remember who it was, though. Didn't know for your Jedi mind trick. It didn't work. With Pretty him. sure it was Peter Milligan. <laughs> There's just one thing about Kyle. Do not let him pay for a service and then you refuse to do said service he paid for. He's going to let you know about it. You're going to say whatever I put in fucking front of you. <laughs> Why would I? We're not friends. Why would I put my friends? Because she I said. paid you the money. Yeah, she does say that. Every time. This is a great cover. When Kyle pays for his happy ending, damn it, he's going to get his happy ending. <laughs> He need he better be happy. Was it John Layman? From Rob Liefeld or someone else. It was Bob Layton. I pissed off Bob Layton. That's right, because he no, yeah, you wanted him to give you fucking change because he took your money and he wouldn't give you change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> it was like five bucks and you gave him a ten and you you were like, Where's my change? He was like, Oh, I don't have change, so I guess it's ten bucks. He like took your money from you. Oh hell no. I'm gonna take another book. That pissed me off. <laughs> That's some bullshit. That pissed me off. Give me my laundry money. Dude. You should have just should have taken something else off his desk. I'm on a budget. Just bitch. For the At least offer <laughs> something. Like, this is mine then, right? I'm taking it. <laughs> you know, right to my friend Kyle. <laughs> I don't know. Sign yeah, that's what I completely forgot. He fucking he's a fucking thief. <laughs> you should go to his house. Bob Layton's a thief. He's that delivery oh, guy that never has change. Bro, oh, just sorry, that's how you get Mojo to flip over a table. Where's my money, bitch? I want my change. Where's my ranch, bitch? <laughs> Future comic creators, I'll sign the police report after I beat you, Kyle. <laughs> Dude, I forgot about the Bob Wayne thing. We can take. We can step outside if you want. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna go as well as Happy Gilmore versus Bob Barker. <laughs> change is wrong, bitch. <laughs> yeah, because like the one what was it Phoenix Fan Fest? He was super nice, and then when he was at Ace, he was just a dick, and he stole he your money. A, yeah, he was a dick. But 
All right, let's get into a little bit of uh, big news and anime with our, our good friend and uh, Sam, anime aficionado Sam. All right, all right, all right. So I don't know if you guys knew this, but there is another Death Note live action in production with Netflix. The last one was terrible. Uh, the movie they did was more like um, Final Destination than it was Death Note. And the, the whole conception of it was just like totally different. Um, so... We have news on on who is now producing and writing for the new Death Note. Uh, it's going to be a series adaptation rather than a movie. Um, the producers are the Duffer Brothers from Stranger Things. And the writer is uh, Halia abdel Magid. Uh Big Tits McGee? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's. I don't think that's. Uh, Take it serious, Kyle. <laughs> you got. Yeah. You gotta leave. Kyle, that's that's your warning, Kyle. He's coming. You gotta leave. Sheriff Mark was on patrol. So, uh, so yeah. So, hopefully, this is better. Hopefully, they've learned from from their mistakes. I think the Duffer Brothers do a really good job taking seriously the horror as well as the kind of teenage aspect of. Of Stranger Things, um, I thought the last season of Stranger Things was phenomenal. Is better than season two and season three, and probably you know it's about on par with season one. Um, I thought it was very good. So hopefully this is a good sign of things to come. She is doing the um, work on the Devil in the White City too. Um, that Keanu Reeves show coming out on Hulu about the first serial killer in America. Yeah. That's what I'm waiting. I want to see that. Yeah, for sure. All right. So a lot of you guys love One Punch Man like I love One Punch Man. Many of you have also enjoyed Mob Psycho 100 um, like I have enjoyed it. One, the author and creator of both of those works, is getting ready to team up with someone, uh, Azuma Kyotaro from Tenkaichi King of Fighters, to produce a fantasy battle manga called Versus. It's going to appear in Shonen Sirius uh, in November, and it's basically 47 heroes have been selected to fight 47 demons. Um, this is kind of reminiscent of Zatch Bell. Uh, for those of you who are familiar with Zatch Bell or Gash Bell, whichever one of those. Whoa. You know, that originally was called Gash Bell, and then when it was Americanized, they didn't like the word Gash, so they changed it to Zatch. Um, but uh, yeah, look forward to that one coming out here in November. All right, so our our WTF manga of the week is Greased or Glyceride by Junji Ito. Um, this is a very gross manga. Can you click the link there, Matt? And we'll yeah, I already it. got it up on my screen. I've got it up. 
So the story here is that the the girl, the the girl who's the main character, lives with her father and brother in an apartment above a restaurant, like a barbecue restaurant. And their house is always filled with grease. And her brother grows up drinking cooking oil or salad oil. And he he becomes sickly and he develops no don't stop 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 that. Uh scroll down. He develops this this skin condition where just grease is like constantly shooting out of his pores. Go down. Scroll down. So watch out if any of you are squeamish to things uh, like this, body horror might want to look away. But uh, the brother is antagonistic to the sister, and he basically blames her for all his problems. Um, and he and the dad get in a fight, and then things get ugly, and then he goes after the sister. And to kind of gross her out, like accidentally he kind of like smacks his face and then all the pus kind of shoots out of his pores. And then this next scene takes place where he just squeezes all the zits on his face and we get this look. So it's just absolutely <laughs> awful. Just you, to see him like curl up on her face is so nasty. Uh, and there's a twist ending. I we don't have to go over it right now. In fact, it's just kind of nasty. I, I it's going in her mouth. Um, but uh, yeah, Junji Ito is a master of horror. I had, I will be definitely showcasing a lot more of his weird stuff on here. Uh, but this is, <clears throat> it, her brother ends up getting killed by the dad, and then the dad chops him up and serves him as barbecue in the restaurant below. Was it pulled pork barbecue? <laughs> it was greased up pork barbecue. And yeah, the, you're right, BK. There's no, there are no dermatologists available. So yeah, Junji Ito. If you like body horror, if you like to to really squirm, Junji Ito is the guy. You can. It's got works called not uh, sorry Uzumaki, which is about spirals, and Tomie, which is about. Uh, kind of a girl who's possessed of a demon and it's he's a really talented writer love his stuff this one made me gag though in, in the green room as we were going over it i almost threw up it was nasty so, what did everybody think this week of chainsaw man oh my gosh chainsaw man is awesome dude i loved i loved episode two of chainsaw man are you watching chainsaw man ish Is his mouth? No. 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 What about you, Sticks? Did you check it out? Uh, I have not, but my son has watched it. Dude, what do you think? Too impressed. It's a live action or animated? It's animated. animated. And he wasn't too impressed. He wasn't what? impressed with episode two? Dude, the best thing I think about episode two is episode two i'm curious sure they nailed what it's like to be a man i give it <laughs> seven out of ten it was the only reason he wants it like like he's so fixated on her boobs the entire episode <laughs> he's like all i want to do is just grab him like you know what i mean and then like he's like i don't want to work with somebody else and then he sees her 
And he goes, she has boobs. Okay. <laughs> he's like, don't, like, don't you dare touch her. Look at her. I'm going to beat you every day. You better quit. And she's a woman and beautiful. And you know, don't, don't do anything bad. Like, it was a seven out of 10. Oh, I loved I loved episode two. This was this was in the manga. This was the moment that hooked me to Chainsaw Man. And I was like, I was like, this kid is so hilarious because his whole motivation is he wants to get to second base. He'll fight whatever demons you set in front of him as long as there's a, a chance it'll help him get to second base. I love the show. Isn't so that far. all men though? Yeah, that is it's very that's, relatable. Like there's there's a lot of motivation in those two little uh, lumps of flesh, right? So it's uh it's pretty fascinating how well they use that. And now he's got the crazy girl that he's trying to figure out how he's gonna touch him. That's a good Power. pickup line. Man, do you know how much you got some real motivation in those boobies? <laughs> you have no idea how much ambition rests rests on your chest right there. And you're a poet and didn't know it. But she's crazy. She's crazy. You're talking about power or, or yeah, Makima? Power. Yeah, power is crazy. She's a blood fiend. Yeah. So she's a corpse that has been possessed by a blood so, devil. So basically, like, he, I, I, seems like he's, like, taking her on, and then he realizes that she's fucking nuts. Her, yeah, her powers is much, very much like the main character of, like, Dead Man Wonderland. Yeah. She's wild. She's one of the, she, she is like my, my favorite character in the whole series. And, and, uh, right now she's just kind of out of control. Super excited about how things are going. I wonder how many episodes they're going to be able to do the, the manga arc that they're adapting is only 97 chapters, which is about how long death note was. And I think death note, they only did 30 episodes. Do they go over past the manga in certain shows? Like, is, is that a thing over there? Where they'll yeah, yeah, yeah. So long-running series do do end up with, with what they call filler arcs. Um, you'll see them in, in shows like Bleach. They have filler oh, arcs. Okay. Naruto, One Piece, they have lots of filler arcs. No, uh, which, is, filler which, are, which are content that's not part of the manga. I, I mean, sticks. do they... Do they end up like making us like adding on to the end? Like after an anime or the manga ends, do they continue on with the anime in any like in any shows? Like, well, like, like Dragon uh, Ball Super, they did almost the entire series without a, a manga. They add they adapted the manga after the show the anime was made. So have they done? Yeah, that for the Tournament of Power, Tournament of Power was completely anime only, and then they did. So was the Goku the Black Art. Goku Black, Black. yeah, they they did the manga yeah, that's after true. the art came out. That's also true. Yep. So, what do you guys think of the uh, Bleach Thousand Year War Blood War? I'm I'm really liking the way Bleach is being go has been going. Dude, I'm just happy to have Bleach back. Like, it was just it was just great to eat Ichigo and Ichigo's cockiness and. Uh, him going bunkai like it was just it was it was just great seeing him back. It was great seeing the cat like it. It was just like I just got excited. Like it was just awesome. God, and I, I just loved it. I did, man. I filled the cup. <laughs> and and I just thought it was awesome too. They tried to steal his bunkai and 
that wasn't happening. He's like, who do you think you're dealing with? Never tried to steal anyone's bong guy. I got a bong guy. <clears throat> it happens. You guys in the chat, you're watching Bleach, you're watching Chainsaw Man, let us know what you think. It'll be K's. I love Chainsaw Man, and I didn't read any of the manga, and I don't really want to. Like, I I, I don't want to because I want to experience through the show first, and then I'll go back and read the manga because I don't want any of it spoiled. You know, honestly, that's the way to go. That's the way to go. So if I... Is there more episodes on Crunchyroll of Chainsaw Man, or...? They've only released two so far. They're going to do 12... A set of 12, then they'll take a break, and then they'll do 12 more. Um, my guess is that'll probably take us through halfway of the manga series. And then probably next year we'll get a season two broken up again, like 12 episodes and then 12 more episodes. So the, the whole series will probably only be 48 episodes. So I got a Crunchyroll account now, so. Oh, hey, who's doing the, future, who's doing the animation? What's that? I think it's uh, Studio Mappa is the animation studio. It's a Japan studio? Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, and well, so it's going to be, I wonder how how are they going to do the the dub of it? Because the dub comes out 28th, right? Yeah, so So they're going to dub the first three episodes or four episodes? They're going to, my guess is they already are dubbing the whole 12, like the whole 12 have been produced and they're just releasing them one per week. So once the, once the dub is produced, they'll, they'll put it together. I'm not going to watch the dub because I've already gotten used to everybody's voice. And you know, when you watch the dub, the voices are completely different and that just sucks. So I've already watched the subtitles. That's why you're listening to him talk. That's a good thing. I I do plan on watching the dub at least for the first episode and see how they do, and then if it's good, I'll I'll watch the whole thing. But if you know, it's not always great. Dubs are not always great. How, how many of these animes do they use the same voice actors? Tons so the the studios <laughs> that do the dubbing, in this case, Crunchyroll slash Funimation. Um, they have a, a kind of stable of voice actors that they go back to time and time again, which is why All Might sounds a lot like Vegeta. Uh, it's why Chris Sabat, yeah, yeah. It's why you, you you hear a lot of very similar similar voices. Among Johnny Young Bosch. Johnny Young Bosch is Ichigo. You hear him in a lot of different anime. Uh, That's what we need to just get into. So, yeah. Voice so they don't use like get that root voice actor too. What's that? Rufio from Hook. Oh, yes, he um, is. Yeah, Dante Bosco. So well, yeah, then you never get like uh, movie actors doing the voice. Oh, they got, so they already got the English. Stuff. No, they do. They do sometimes. Um, for example, for feature films, there was one that came out a while ago that I really enjoyed called Weathering with You, and they had uh ronan's uh what's the guy's name ronan the destroyer's actor they had allison brie they had um okay. some other medium-sized actors they weren't they're not huge and they had one kid who sounded just like tom holland but so ryan wasn't. cole levy's playing Denji. yeah the- that's huge huge 
<laughs> Riz Ahmed, that was the name of the thing. They had Riz Ahmed who was in it. He's kind of, you know, kind of this guy with a star on the rise, I'd say, but uh, nobody who was like they super expensive, but they just they wanted somebody with name recognition and some some good voice acting talent. But yeah, I mean, voice actors, they usually go with a studio and the studio will go back to them again and again. Uh, My anime list has a lot of cool features on for like looking up voice actors and keeping to see what work they're doing. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's a there's a website you can go to called I think it's called like Beyond the Voice or Beyond the Voice Actors that lists like even American and the Japanese. Yeah. Cool. Check it out. All right. Well, we're going to move on to our first appearances this week. We've got a short one this week. Uh, we have in Crypt of Shadows, we have the first cover appearance and second appearance of Bloodline Blade's daughter and Revenant in Vince Ghost Hunters. Um, I picked this book up, but I've, I've not fully read it yet because um, I started to and then got distracted. What do you um, what do you think of these characters? Ish, do you see go, do you see uh, any legs on any of these characters from a comic book store aspect? Like, not really, not in particular. Blade's daughter's getting like I don't know, maybe you know, Bloodline's getting a lot of attention. Yeah, maybe if the Blade movie comes out and you know somehow she appears in the movies or some people come back to this comic later, but yeah. Hey, I don't know. Actually, I thought more interesting was having uh, Man Thing on the cover um, with Werewolf by Night. I think there's a little more buzz about Man Thing and his mustache. <coughs> yeah, his his mustache. Well, I don't even know who the fuck Revenant is. <laughs> uh, Batman, one Who's bad day. That? Penguin, get the first appearance of Umbrella Man. Hey, guy, make those umbrellas. Penguin and Umbrella Man go together. Kind of seems like uh, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel there. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Flash 77 to get the first appearance of Omega Bam Man, who is an <laughs> intergalactic pro wrestler. Now you're talking. That's a character I could see becoming something. Wait for tennis shoes. Who's he tag His shutter with? shades and his massive mullet. That's some potential. Web browser man. <laughs> Avengers Mighty's Hero 61, you get T-Rex Starbrand. Get the fuck Man. out of here. T-Rex Starbrand. They're just going to make T-Rex everything now. It's and like then Night, you get first appearance of Lady Yolin, a new gang leader. And those are all your first appearances of this week. Going to roll. That's going to roll us right go, into go the top. Go back to that cover. Hold on. Go back to nothing, that. Nothing, nothing earth shattering. <laughs> Go back again. To which one? Go back one more. That's a goddamn alligator. <laughs> it does look not like a fucking T Rex. But it's the small arms that can make it a T Rex, sir. Alligators have small arms. Looks like that alligator from Hook. Alligator from short arms. I'm just saying. The one that the one that ate him that didn't wasn't alive. So don't get that. So they call him Starbrand because he's got a he's got a, a star brand, pretty on the nose, wheel. right? He's got a boat wheel on his uh, <laughs> chest. 
That's cute. I'm not buying it. Literally and figuratively. But all right, we got our top five. And in the spirit of the week with Black Adam, it's the top five Black Adam covers. I think Kyle was up first. Oh, yes. I didn't remember I was first. My number five is Black Adam number three. That's fucking dope. Dude, I love that. He's not shiny at all. Like, and he's not doing a weird Hulk smash. Yeah, maybe a croc drone. Yeah, I can see that. So, I just, dude, that's, I just, you know, DC kills it with their fucking beat covers. And then Black Adam 1. That is fucking phenomenal. Rap album cover. Yep. He's got baby hands. <laughs> Number three, I got uh, Black Adam 23, the Alex Ross cover. Alex Ross, yeah, this is a good one. He's got some extra wrinkles, but it, you know, and it's Alex Ross, so he always gets a pass. Anything with the rock on it kills. Yeah, that's supposed to be power going in through his veins. That's not wrinkles. No, nah, he's pooping. <laughs> <laughs> he's pooping. That is. You know, he had a lot of Taco Bell, and that is uh, <laughs> making a run is, for the bathroom. That is, that is, yes, that is him on the bathroom. Like I guarantee, like he had to take his shoes off to have that poop. Like, you know, that was a rough one, dude. His shoes and socks are off, guaranteed. Can't afford to break my Adidas. And then my number one, I just think that's dope. Just the sci-fi's Hawk Band number one. Mm-hmm. Rock giving his Jumanji stare. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Hawkman's heavy ass thing, so he's close to the ground. Because it's about as high as he can fly. Yeah. But that's my those are my five. Anything with a rock on it's cool. That's my five. Uh, number five for me was Black Adam Endless Winter Special number one. I just like the, the contrast of colors there, the blacks and the whites and the yellows, and him just like landing in what looks like a blizzard. That's cool. I like that the back is kind of sketched instead of yeah. like, like the mountain. And then they drew Rob Liefeld's feet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the no feet at all. <laughs> uh, number four, Black Adam uh, series. Heroin. The yeah, cover. I like that cover because it definitely looks like he's strung out. Um, yeah, overdosing in the men's room. So it looks like just <clears throat> took that hit in the men's room. Number three is uh, Shazam: The New Beginnings. I just I don't know that classic Shazam look, and I just kind of thought it was funny, like how massive this leg is. And just how little this leg looks. It's trying to get that forced perspective. I that shortening. Yeah, it almost it almost looks oh, like his 30. his quad is sprouting another quad. So, number two, Black Adam, number one, same uh, same reason as college. It's just a badass cover, man. And then Black Adam number six. 
352 that I just think that cover is so awesome with him kind of on that gargoyle and just a skeleton withered away. Anything with a yeah, skeleton on it is a badass. Series. And then it's Hartman only who... three. <laughs> I could only do three. I couldn't. Fi- I tried. I really. Did. Hartman likes the strung out cover. He likes the sun cover. The sun cover, and then Black the Adam two twelve. The ribbon cover, yeah. And then uh, Sticks sent me two. Oh, Thank good you. job, Sticks. So he sent me the classic, the one that everybody wants. That this is a great cover. Superman Shazam, yeah. Yeah, number yeah. forty-nine. That's not it. <laughs> the Pepsi, Pepsi Man. Go the other way. <laughs> other direction. There you go. Damn it! Where's it at? It's in the background. The fuck? Well, that's the other one that he likes. Oh shit! Oh god! All our secrets. Yeah, yeah. Those. So that last issue was uh, Alter Ego. Here we go. Alter Ego number seven. Is he fucking throwing a rocket, Shazam? Yes, he is. The fuck? Rock, paper, scissors. The saga of the Marvel family. Damn. I'm going to get you. It's it's like, you know, when they used to throw the gun at Superman. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, that didn't kill him. Maybe the gun will. (laughs) That didn't work either. Those are sticks. What about you, Ish? Do you have any cool covers you'd like to... You know, I'll make it easy. Every cover you guys showed, those are all, all my picks. <laughs> Damn, Ish. You filthy animal. Mind reader. You're a savage, dude. <laughs> a savage, yeah. bro. Uh, all right. All right. Well, it's time for everyone's favorite segment of the week. Movie Wars. So we put this up on uh, Renovision, and it looks like you guys all hate the fucking Exorcist. (laughs) (laughs) Because Nightmare on Elm Street fucking creamed the Exorcist. Hold on. uh, Dog up the Exorcist. Yeah, let me bring up the the percentages, because it was... When was this? Last week? Yeah. So... um, well, I mean, they're close, a little bit closer now. So Nightmare, totally Nightmare on Elm Street came in at 53% of the vote. Exorcist had 47% of the vote with 72 votes. I appreciate everybody that votes. It's awesome, 72 votes. For most of the week, though, it was like 60-40. Like it was – so this week, I had a hard time trying to figure out what – could go up against a nightmare on Elm Street. So this week I picked Saw. The original Saw number one. Yeah. It's a good choice. Is it you know, Jerome, funny that you say that. I am coming up with a new segment that is that is not quite movie wars, but it's something close that I'm I'm gonna do next week. 
I've been, I, I, I'm in the process of trying to fine tune it. So you'll see next week, Jerome. But everybody votes. I vote Saw, just because. It's just I don't know, man. A Nightmare on Elm Street is just. I was having this discussion with my wife last night, and Nightmare on Elm Street is just that movie that, like, it it really solidified the horror thing. Like, it really did a great job of it. You, you know, and this is what I was talking with my wife, Joe, is you're right. 100%. I think I personally think Nightmare on Elm Street's going to take it. But if you guys have um, an idea of something that could go up against a Nightmare on Elm Street, Kyle6479 is my Instagram. Shoot me a message and I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I like Saw, man. Like, there's just something about the ending of that movie that is so captivating. Just the fact that that dude was dead on the floor the entire movie and he just sits up at the end. It's like, dude, just, it was stunning. I, I don't know. I think I vote Saw in this one. Mm. Card A West? Um, I'm going to go with Nightmare on Elm Street. Ish. The uh, I'm going with the Elm Street Nightmare. Because I'd never yeah. seen Saw. I never saw Saw. What? What? Yeah. I think I've seen parts of it, but I've never actually watched it. Sat down and watched it. Like I said before, that movie Nightmare gave me nightmares, man. I tried breaking out of a little tiny window because it was it gave me fucking little kid nightmares. It looks like, yeah. There's a, a key in your eyeball socket. Get a bomb. Dig out your eyeball socket. This is something about the, like, yeah, the body mutilation and saw that is just so, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, it's trying to get you to make terrible choice. Either way, you're screwed, so just yeah. dig in your eyeball socket. So, it looks, I mean, the chat is, it's Elm Street, so. We will have the vote up again this week, and we'll see what everybody thinks by next week. Yeah, if you're wanting to, if you want to vote, you don't know how. Go to the Renovision page on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe while you're there. Click that community tab, and that's where you'll find the poll. The poll so you can vote in we, Cartoon Wars and Movie Wars. Did we already do Friday the Thirteenth versus Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah, yeah that was that the was first the first one. one. It was right, and then I did yeah, Evil yeah. Dead. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Jerome, we did Friday the 13th first, and Elm Street's won every... It's undefeated so far. I bet you one of the Alien movies could take it down. Or Ooh. The Ring? Maybe. Or the, or the uh, Recliner movie? Or a Bob the Builder movie? Oh, oh, this is strictly horror. Bob the Builder is hopeful. It's not horror. Movie. Dude, a Wiggles movie would be fucking freaky. Well, the, the horror episode. Wait, movie yeah, wars no. has to be horror or just, well, for, just the for the month of October. October? I'm doing October. Just for October. It's October. Oh, October. Yeah. What about the banana splits movie? Bananas in pajamas? Is that what you're talking about? Bananas yeah, banana in pajamas split. running down if the stairs. You like to talk to tomatoes. <laughs> oh, Baba Duke. You, you, or you uh, haven't seen, yeah. or hereditary. You guys haven't seen the Those banana good ones. Seen the banana splits horror movie? 
No. Yeah, shoot me messages. Based on the Kyle, Kyle old 70s show. Sorry, Sticks, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Uh, the, the Banana Splits movie is based on the old 70s cartoon live action show. Still nothing oh, coming. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Rome, I'm not sticking with number ones at all. I just... Usually the number of the first one is usually the best out of the series. Except for Evil Dead, fucking Army Darkness rocks. But I mean, I'm cool with number two. Shoot me a good movie, and I'll put it up. All right. So yeah, make sure to go over to the Run Vision YouTube page. Vote in that poll. Probably tomorrow. It'll it should be up tomorrow. And then we're gonna move on to Cartoon Wars. So last week's Cartoon Wars, we saw Bobby's World go against Doug. You guys sounded off with 60 Doug. votes Doug. in the, what's that? Doug. Oh, oh yeah. Doug, right? 60 votes in the chat and the community <laughs> tab. Doug takes it 62 to 38. <laughs> so this week going up Go against quail, Doug, I've got the tick. Oh my God. Oh, it's, the tick. Tick, it's the tick. Spoon. Spoon. Oh yeah. Yeah. You what know kind what? of corn soldiers are you? We're colonels. Dude. Joe Dolan says, Patty, that mayonnaise. Once you do Eat the Cat, it's over, dude. That was the best cartoon ever made. <laughs> do you remember Eat the Cat? Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, man, your girlfriend, she's uh, fat. Really? You remember they put an Eat the Cat when they, uh, they redid uh, Apocalypse Now? Apocalypse <laughs> Meow? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Joe's a tick. Well, we got a lot of ticks. Joe's Doolin says ticks hand down. Yeah, the tick was awesome. tick. Tyson, the tick wins. Man. Uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a runaway. Ticks, what do you say? I do like my Doug, but the tick was a really good cartoon for it. it was, I mean, it's, it's Quail Man versus the uh, tick, man. Yeah. It's the quail man and quail dog versus the tick and Arthur. I'm a, I'm a Beats fan, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Doug. Oh, going against the grain. Yeah, where's that beat song? What beat song? The 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 beats and Doug. They had a song. I like you, Killer Tofu. Like uh, yes, Killer Tofu. So there you go. Make sure to head over to the Renovation YouTube channel. Subscribe while you're there and vote in the polls for Movie Wars and Cartoon Wars. So now we've got Dodgeball News. Yes! Everybody's favorite segment. segment. Everyone's favorite segment. We have have a bunch of young guys in the crew. Um... And some of them, you would look at them and say, that guy's not athletic or there's no way he's he's got what it takes to compete in Italy against the best dodgeball teams in the world. Or even just the dodgeball teams in the world. Do you have new... Uh, uh... Yeah, I posted an, a, a new clip. Should be the first thing in the doc. You grabbing it, Matt? Yeah. Okay, cool. My man, Simon... 
My balls are massive. <laughs> My man Simon has got the legs. He's got the legs when it comes to catching. Happy, happy Ish's kid is to be on camera. <laughs> Kids like that? to see their faces on camera, man. There's old Attila. Uh, oh, shit. Unbelievable. Nice. Oh, Catches it right between his knees there. Whoop. Nice. <laughs> That's an out. He got the guy out with a catch right there. Dude was dude was going submarining on, on him, and he freaking caught it with his legs. Dodging balls is every straight man's obligation. You got that right, Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> Take it serious. I, I, I sent uh, Hartman this thing. I, I might have sent it to you, Matt, but it was two guys cutting through a hallway, and they're stepping over a guitar, and they're yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. playing the, the guitar. They have one where like that too. It's a chicken, a towel, and she like stumbles over it, and it's like a piece of roast beef. Like, it's like playing, it's like, like bologna or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, that's kind of gross. Ruby gets but, the, uh, yeah. the comment of the night. <laughs> For real. Hey, can you scroll down a little bit? Just want to plug my shirts a little bit. So, um, if you guys are interested in buying a shirt, you can go to our Teespring store. And I'll get you that address right now. Ooh, we might it have is... uh, Thresholds of Reality shirts soon. Yeah, we're going to work on getting Thresholds Reality shirts as well. But the link is triple D dodgeball.creator-spring.com. It's in the chat. Shirts. We have six different designs. Yeah, thank you so much. Six different designs um, for the, the logo. But then we also have, there's like, dozens of different styles of shirts hey, that, that you can get so check it out help us help us uh fund our trip and um we'll see yeah here we go we got so this design was the the first two designs were done but i don't know if you guys know adonis blake um he's he came up with the mcm logo mm -hmm. yeah 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 so he did the designs here for the first two there that you see, the Triple D dodgeball goes to Italy, and then the the Triple D Arizona logo. He came up with those, um, and then if you scroll down, there's more designs. You know, it's just basically t-shirts and tank tops. They are 100% cotton. Uh, this I think is a Teespring shirt too, but they they're already pre-shrunk, so they're not going to shrink anymore. Um. I like the the dodgeball stickman logo that was designed by uh, another guy from the league, uh, but they're really great, really great shirts. If you don't want a cotton shirt, we also added some polyester options at the bottom. That's what those are. So, what is this? 1973. I, well, I don't know why Teespring only does cotton shirts, but they pretty much only do cotton shirts. They must have a deal or something with cotton producers. You can also go to Sam's GoFundMe if you'd like to just donate also. directly without the getting the good swag. But uh, yeah, do you have the a GoFundMe swag? 
anyway, so dodgeball is still going. We get <laughs> we've got a lot of stuff still moving on that, and we're looking forward to Dude. going to Italy. Keep in mind, we are uh, we are putting forth our own money here. The most of most of what you guys would be donating to would be the young guys in the back who work at QT, and so they may struggle to get together the funds that they need to get to Italy. But um, don't feel any obligation to. Like, we are putting forth our own efforts. And and Ronnie from RSS Collectibles has also offered to sponsor our team. So uh, strictly strictly out of the goodness of your hearts, if you want to be a part Dude, of something. I would spank Marco at Ninja Warrior. <laughs> Kyle versus yeah BK we were we were bringing this up last week because BK found out that I was once a contestant on Ninja Warrior I guess twice a contestant on Ninja Warrior and uh, we I talked did you make it on screen what's that did, make it on screen? did I make it on screen I did make it on screen because I kicked the guy in front of me in the balls and I did make it on <laughs> screen kicking him get ahead you do what you got to do to stand out. <laughs> so, anyway, thanks, thanks for letting me plug the dodgeball. Thanks, guys. No problem. That's what we're here for. Remember to catch thresholds of reality. We had a, like I was saying at the very beginning of the show, we had a crazy interview with the guy who had a couple UFO experiences out in uh, Philly who's trying to be a toothless comedian. So go he's check that out. He's got the toothless part down. Toothless he's is already done. done. So now he's just working on the comedian bit. But it's a it's a crazy interview we had with him. And so go check it out. Doesn't seem to be very interesting to people. It's only got eight views so far. <laughs> but it was, check a, it, out. it was a good episode. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, just like I said, we're gonna have threshold shirts coming out soon. Make sure to check out um, Marco the guys talk about that shitty Andor show that canceled the uh, Star Star Wars. <laughs> Get filled in on all your uh, Star Wars shit tomorrow. Remember to catch us on Tack this week. I think we're doing. A candy tier list again for Halloween. Yeah, Sticks is coming in to talk about. Yeah, make sure you all come listen to Marco tell you how much he loves candy corn. Fucking heathen. Candy Friday corn is good. Is, uh, mail candy call is madness for mail call. The like mail call show with Dom is on on Fridays. There's a lot of good content here. Pete is dropping stuff all the time. Dollar been diving with Pete. Got all kinds of good stuff. It's uh, absolute geek. Is carne uh, frozen? It's frozen in carbonite. Nope, not anymore. It's hard to tell with that Vaseline lens. (laughs) Hits with mitt. You got anything, uh, Hartman, that you'd like to? Um, well, God, you should ask me earlier. I can't really think um, of anything. I know your your segment. What's up? Your segment that I pitched you with the tits or mitts. Hey, no, 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 no. That's not what we're talking about. (laughs) We're going to, Armin, we're going to work on that for next week. Uh, That's on this week's uh, 
project. Yeah. I know Ish has Old Man Con coming up. If Ish wants to tell us about Old Man Con, he walked away to go. <laughs> it's really great, Kyle. It's really great. <laughs> you should go. I got some chaos here. Yeah, <laughs> Old Man Con, November Saturday, November nineteenth. So if you're if you're in Old the if you're here in Arizona and you want to check out Old Man Con, if it's if it's anything like it's been, it's. There's crazy books there. It's like the best of the best books show up. There'll be uh yeah, there there'll be vendors from Illinois, Michigan, California, Colorado. Is that There's Marco classic, that showed up? Classic Michigan? traditional legitimate <laughs> no uh Harley Yee. Harley Yee's rare comics. Traditional so, Old guys with long boxes saying, buy my stuff. It's just going and digging. old guys selling old comics. Buy my books. The same jokes. <laughs> what did your mom say? Hey, someone's got to pay for our dentures. Buy <laughs> <laughs> my AF-15. I need your dentures. So... Just like I said, if you happen to live in the Arizona area, we'll all end up showing up. So if you guys want to come and hang out with us, we'll be there running a Even muck. if you don't, even if you live in Finland, you should just get a plane ticket <laughs> and come on over to Scottsdale. Bring your Finnish comments. Finland, Timbuktu. I know BK is coming. Don't hold back. Don't hold back, folks. Constantinople. That of 10, what would you give it? 10. Yes. 11. 11. Sometimes you got to go one more. Sometimes you got to go 11. To 11. Yeah. So an A plus. Oh. Yeah. This, one, this one's 11. <laughs> old man get old man kind of gets a 911. Are they doing a sequel to that movie? No. <laughs> and that's one they should always leave alone because it's awesome the way it is. Yeah, they're doing a sequel. Marky Mark's the star. <laughs> no, I'm I'm serious. I don't know if they are or not. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, San Diego to Scottsdale is probably about like five hours, six hours of drive past. responding to Rudy. Also, check out uh, Eric Williamson on Instagram. He was in the chat earlier, and his shout out to him for his book that he's oh, got. Cool. He's been traveling all over Europe. Dropping it in comic book stores, doing that on the boots on the ground self promotion. So where'd you get that from? Just, just slipping him in the long boxes. Available at Fantastic Roads Comics, of course. Come get your own yeah, copy. There you go. It's like two bucks. Come get a good read. signed by Eric Williamson. Yeah, Eric needs to come on and talk about it. For sure. Just, Ish will have to set that oh, yeah. up. Follow me on TikTok. Nah, don't follow Cardi West on TikTok. <laughs> Cardi West on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, six TikTok hours is my only fan. You'd rather get a you'd rather get an enema than follow Cardi West on TikTok. <laughs> hey, if you're into custom cards. No, I'm just kidding. Cardi nip slips. 
Cartier's, Cartier is going to try and recreate that uh, WTF manga scene of the guy squeezing all the zit grease Dude, onto his you make a baseball card that's doing that. No, no anti-Jew stuff. So you know, don't <laughs> argue, not Kanye. Well, you already pissed someone off with that, so that's good. Uh, with what? Sticks, you got anything to plug? You got some pickups that you want to do real quick. I can do some pickups. I sent. Uh, I'll put a picture into the chat. Got some butts to plug. Ooh, well, hey, if nobody wants to know what you and your mom are going to do. He's got to get his mark a warning just, like anybody else. Just yeah. remember to take it out before you fart. I think that's two but, for Ish. That'll be, that is, that's going to be two for Ish tonight. You want to make a stick mark a warning. I got to fit in a third before we end. <laughs> make Kyle big. Yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah, baby. So I got the Gamora. Psychedelic two pack here. Oh my gosh! Can you get like an infinity mirror with the reflection from the screen? <laughs> Dude, that's awesome! I like that. That's... And the other one was I got the. Um, this is the movie. This is a Funko. Also, this is the uh, hologram, hologram Megatron. Oh, holy, let me get it. Nothing. This that's is nice. when he gets just before he gets turned into Galvatron. He gets all hologrammy and. Where'd you get that at? Target. Damn. That's they awesome. had uh, they had a Grimlock too. So I didn't get it. And I did put a picture into the chat. Did you get that, Kyle? That I my last chance to plug it until tomorrow. Doctor Who, the power of the Doctor. The power of the Doctor is on BBC America. Tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Is this and her finale? This is her finale. This is going to be her regeneration episode. Yeah. But we're not sure. We Although there is a new Dr. Picks. This was filmed last year. <laughs> the new one. So we're not quite sure how it's going to end. And there's another special episode next year. The BBC Ameri BBC Centennial. It's going to be 100 years of the BBC over in England next year. So they did a 100 year special. Jesus Christ! Uh, the show for that. 100 years. Well, this show has been going for 60 years. As of last year. And <laughs> so that that's next year. So with this episode, I'm not too sure who they're going to be into there's some speculation because of the centennial episode is going to be david Tennant again but we're not sure jesus christ the yeah. bbc started in 1922 there you go around october 18, does, yeah. 1922 yeah Jeez. i'll show off my new guitar that i've had for a while i finally got a prs very nice. Ooh. Does this have, does uh, it sound okay? December. We get. My son got so, a Benes for his birthday. Here's my guitar. Yeah, it looks <laughs> great. <laughs> All your Vaseline, right? Look at that. Can you Dude, see it? 
Hartman's got a badass guitar that he that I had. He uh, he put this ref refractor stuff on it, and then he epoxied it. Thing looks fucking awesome when he was done. So, but everybody, that's our show for tonight. Remember to like and subscribe. Oh, I got to pick up. Oh, do you go ahead? Sorry, I picked up this today. If you're a Last Ronin fan, oh. Diamond exclusive Last Ronin figure. Now that's cool. Super dope. What's the what's the art on the back? Art on the back. The cover to the first issue. Cover the first issue. Super cool. All right, Kyle, you can thank you, Rudy. Take it out here thank now. you. Indeed, TK. It does sound better than I can play it. But I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But thanks everybody for coming and hanging out. We appreciate everybody. Uh, remember to like and subscribe. Go catch uh, Absolute Geek has some cool content ish. Drops a uh, a new pickups or new comic. What's new in comics every week? The new comics. So head over to Absolute Geek and subscribe and see what ish is dropping. Check out the other great content that Absolute Geek does. Every Check out our four hour marathon from last night. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, everybody. And have a great night. Kyle's going to serenade us as we, we head out. Play us out, Kyle. Play us out, Hartman. Or not. <laughs>